Welcome to the Internal Journal. I'm your host, your Mr. Wright. Feeling stuck in life? Trying to figure out the next chapter? Where do you go from here? From the workplace to dating, parenting, just life in general? You come to the right spot. Here's guide show you the next Let's get started. Hey, thanks for joining me today. I'm going to talk about interpreting love. Been thinking about this for a little while. And uh, first I want to start off by saying what is love right um you know we should talk about exactly what is love and the definition of love is an intense feeling of of deep affection right or a great interest and pleasure in something like or enjoy very much so when we love something it's because we enjoy it it benefits us it brings us great joy we have a deep affection for it right and I often hear people staying in situations or, um, you know, staying because they're like, oh, I love them. You know, if I love them, it's going to, they think that the more they love somebody, the more it's going to fix it. Love it. And I say this all the time. Love is not a indication of compatibility. It's not a measure of compatibility. Just because you love something love somebody, love whatever, doesn't mean it's good for you or it's going to work or eventually it'll work out. It doesn't, that's not what it means. It means you enjoy it. You have a deep affection for it, right? That's all it means. And so we often mix up love for compatibility. Well, I I love them or they love me. So it's going to work. That's not the case. That just means they have affection or they love you or like you very much. And then there's different interpretations of love. There's seven different types of love, right? Is it a love of a friendship? Is it intimate love? Is it a love of like a family member? You know, a love like an object? Like what what kind of love is it? What kind of love is it? And I ask a lot of you or a lot of people out there when I'm talking to them, or they're talking to me or whatever, and they reach out, it's, you're asking like, I ask you guys, what is your interpretation of love. And then how do you know they're interpreting that love the same way? And I, and then I ask them this question. Think about it this way. If I said, hey, we're going to eat this onion. Okay. We all think we know what an onion tastes like because we taste it. Right. You know what an onion tastes like. But how do you know that person that's eating onion is tasting it the same way you are? Right. They're like, yeah, I, I taste onion. But what if their interpretation of the onion was sweet, like candy? What if it was like sugary? And they're telling you, yeah, I know exactly what an onion tastes like. And you're like, okay, well, I know what an onion tastes like. So you must be thinking that the onion is spicy or hot or whatever, right? Makes your eyes water. But the other person's like, this this onion is like amazing. Tastes like an, you know, it tastes like an orange or tastes like a banana. How do you know? They don't know. You don't know what they're interpreting, right? So when, when someone says they love you, you're thinking they love you like you love, right? But what if they weren't shown that way to love? What if they were shown a different way to love? So you're thinking when they say they love you, that it's the same way that you love. They could be meaning something totally different. So just because they say they love you doesn't mean it's the same love that you give. It doesn't mean it's the same love that you feel, Right? Because what if they love the way you make them feel? What if they don't really truly love you? They just love the way you make them feel. 
you're saying, and you truly love that person. You're like, oh, I really love them. They're so amazing. And they're like, yeah, I love you too. I love the way you cook. I love the way you clean. I love the way you put the dishes away. I love the way you vacuum. I love the way you put out. I love the way you're always accessible. I love the way that you always do things for me. Two different types of love. You're saying, I truly love your soul. They're saying, I love all the things you do for me. But they're just saying, I love you. And you're interpreting that as deep love. When really, they're just like, no, I just like all the stuff you do for me. And so you're going around going, well, they really love me. Well, that's when actions come in, right? So you can't just have love by itself. Because then you have to figure out, well, what kind of love is it? Well, how do you know that? By their actions. Right? How, what do they show you? How do they show you? That's, what you, that's why you, you can't just listen to words. Because without the action, the words don't really have any meaning. Because you don't know what that meaning is. You don't know what that, that word, the meaning of that word is. If they just say, I love you, with no action, how do you know? Well, then you're just relying on what you think you want to hear, or what you think it is, or what you want love to be, of your interpretation of what they're telling you because you're not watching their actions. Right? If they're not texting you back quickly, if they don't make time for you, if they only come around when they want something, right, what does that action show you? Well, you you say, well, then you only really want me when it benefits you, so do you truly love me? But a lot of times people overlook that because they want that love to be something that they they want, right? Like you're making it up. Like, well, I see that he's not consistent. It could be she too. He or she's not consistent. I see that they're not on time. They're not really around for me. But I really, really want that. So when they tell me they love me, I just will, you know, ignore the actions. And I'll just believe what I want to believe. Because I really, really want to be loved. That's what a lot of people are doing. And it's like, that's not... That's not the love you really want, but you hear, well, they said they love me. And I see that all the time too. It's like, you realize they're not consistent. They're not showing up on time. They're not putting forth effort. They're not communicating. They're not comprehending. They're not trying to understand. There's no trust. But then it's like, it's all fine because he said he loved me. Really? But that's just a word, right? He could say anything. It's just a word. His actions don't back it or her actions don't back it. They really don't, you can't be inconsistent and be interested. It doesn't make any sense. Right? I really love you, but I'm never around. Well, then you don't really love me. You see what I'm saying? Like, you have to have a match up. And so many people are looking for that validation or that attention or, you know, just look, grasping for anything that they want it to be this scenario. And, and I'll call women out right here. And I know a lot of women don't want to hear this. But a lot of times women have this scenario already made up from, I don't know, what age that ladies, women come up with this scenario. And maybe guys do too, but I don't see guys doing it as much as women. You have this scenario that you want, this fairy tale life. Like, I don't know what age it is, but I, I've seen it with many women I've dated. It's like you have this life planned out. And if you just had this, your life, the, the story's already written in your head. I'm going to be married by 25. I'm going to have two kids by 30. I'm going to have a man with money, a car, house, white picket fence, dogs, you know, whatever, right? Whatever your scenario is, I have it all made out. And then when some guy comes along, 
that you think fits the part, you're like, boom, you're the, you're in, you're the actor now. You're you're playing this part. He didn't do anything. Like he showed up and he was kind of sweet and gave you a little bit of attention and you're like, this is the guy. This is the dude. He is going to fulfill it. And then you attach a then you attach a potential to him. Not even his true potential. You're just like, well, I've seen that he made the bed. I've seen that he put the dishes away. He vacuumed. He said he loved me. So he must be the guy. And you're like, I know he could be the man. And you freaking make him the man. Right? You give him, you, you make him the man. And then you attach potential to him. And he's like, he'll, he'll be a great guy one day. He's just going to be so amazing. And he's going to do it all. Okay. But that's the potential you gave him. That's the role you put him in. And then when he doesn't reach that potential, you still try it. And he may not even want to do it. He may not even be interested in it. So he doesn't really know what's going on. He doesn't even know he has the role. He doesn't even know he's playing the part. And he's just going along doing it. And you're just like, oh, one day he'll do it. One day he'll get there. If I just keep loving him, he'll do it. He'll make it. And then he doesn't make it. And then you're like, well, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? What did I do wrong? Nothing. You just put a guy in a scenario, in a place, in the part, gave him a potential, and then when he doesn't want to do it, you think something's wrong with you. You created the whole damn story. You created the whole damn scenario, story, potential, and then when he doesn't do it, you feel bad when something's wrong with you. Like, now you want to play victim. I see it all the time. I see it all the time. Like, why do you think this guy is going to get there? Well, I love him. I love him. I want him to be it. Love doesn't matter. Like That's not what matters. Like People love drugs. Not good for them. People love fast food. Not good for them. People love things that give them reward to benefit them that they like, right? They enjoy very much. That's love. I love roller coasters. I love sugar. I love, you know, whatever. Whatever you enjoy, you love it. It doesn't mean it's good for you. This means you really like it. You have an affection toward it. You have a feeling toward it. It doesn't mean that you're compatible. It doesn't mean that you fit. There's a lot more that goes into it than just love. Right? There's you know five ways to receive and show love. There's seven ways to love. There's seven types of love. Okay? But that doesn't mean you're compatible. That doesn't mean you communicate well. It doesn't mean you comprehend well. It doesn't mean you trust each other. It doesn't even mean that you know you guys can work as a team. Doesn't even mean you're in the right place at the right time. You might be 60 and he might be 20. You might be at different parts of your lives, but you still love each other because you enjoy each other, but you don't match up. You want two different things in life. They want this and you want that and that doesn't match up, but you still love them. Doesn't mean you're compatible. It doesn't mean you're compatible. Just because someone wants to love you and you want to love them doesn't mean you fit. That's what people need to understand. Love doesn't, just because someone loves you doesn't mean you're together. Doesn't mean you're compatible. There's a lot more steps that go into it. And you can actually grow into loving somebody too. You could be really compatible and at first not have a big spark, but then grow into it. You can have that happen too, where you work really good together. You communicate really well, right? Deep friendship, connection, and that can turn into love. Because you start to appreciate each other, respect each other, understand each other. That love grows, that affection grows, intimacy grows, and you're together. But just to say like, well, I'm staying because I love them. Well, that's why narcissistic people and codependent people work well together, right? That's what you need to understand too is a narcissistic person is all about themselves. 
I'm not talking about this in another podcast, but I'm just saying like a narcissistic person is all about themselves. And then the codependent person is all about that person because they want the, they want the, uh, you know, the, the feedback to feel good that they're, they're doing something for somebody a codependent. Right. So they're like, well, the narcissistic is all about himself. The codependent person is all about them. So they get the feedback from the narcissistic person that's like, you're doing a great job. And the codependent is like, yeah, you're happy. I'm doing a great job. As long as you're happy, I'm happy. And the narcissistic person is like, yeah, as long as I'm happy, I'm happy. So it's all focused on them, the narcissistic person. And they're like, well, that's love. That's love. They're happy with me. So they love me. So that's all that's needed. No, that's not. That's all that's needed. Because your needs aren't being met, right? If I love the way you love me and you love me, your needs aren't getting met because I don't care about your needs. I just care about how you love me. I just care about what you do for me. That makes me feel good. You see what I'm saying? But your needs aren't getting met. Your needs aren't getting met at all. But you say, well, he loves me and I love him and therefore it works. No, it doesn't work. Because you're still not, you're left with big voids of not getting your needs met. And I love what you do for me. So I tell you I love you. Right? But I just love the things you're doing for me. I just love the way you put my sheets away. I just love the way you put my shoes away. Vacuum. Like if you come to my house every day and clean my shit, like you clean my house, you vacuum, you put my dishes away. I love you. Yeah, I love that. I don't want to have to do it. Thank you. I'll tell you I love you every day. And you're like, look, I'm a good person. I did my job. I'm so great. But then you go home and what did you get out of it? What did you get out of it? You got absolutely nothing out of it. I got my house cleaned. I told you I loved you. And now you feel appreciated, but you didn't get your needs met. You, we didn't We didn't communicate. You didn't feel like you were heard or understood or desired. You just came and cleaned my stuff. Thank you. Have a great day. I didn't even pay you. All I had to do is say, I love you. Thank you. And you're like, yeah, I'm a good person. I did a good job. Yay, me. They really like me. They really love me. Awesome. But what did you get out of it? Are we compatible? We don't know that. All you did was clean my house. Right? You're a good maid. That's what a lot of people are. They're like relationship slaves. They cook, clean, take care of the kids. Right. And they say and then the person goes, I love you. Thank you for doing all this stuff. And you're like, oh, yes, I'm the best wife. I'm the best girlfriend. No, you just did everything. And all they said was, I love you. That's all it took was basically they're saying, I appreciate you. Thank you for doing all the work. That doesn't mean they want to be with you. That doesn't mean that you're compatible. That just means thank you. You did all the work. I didn't have to do it. I really appreciate you. I love you. Doesn't mean anything about a relationship doesn't mean that anything's going to work. It just means thank you very much. I really, really liked that you did all the work. That's it. That's it. And so people are building relationships off of because, oh, he finally said he loved me. Oh, my God. You know, three after three weeks, he said he loved me. Yeah, probably does because now he doesn't have to work for sex. He doesn't have to work to get things done. He likes you. He loves you. Because the only way you're going to know what kind of love is what are those actions? Does he show up on time? Does he under, does he listen to what you want? Does he listen to your needs? Does he understand what your hobbies are, your passions are? Does he ask, What questions does he ask you? Right? Does he plan dates for you? Does he plan dates around you? Does he plan dates, you know, the things that you like to do, that he likes to do? Are you guys growing together? What are you guys doing? 
What are you doing for each other? What are you doing for each other? Because without that kind of action, without that, you don't you don't know. You don't know. You can't just go off of love. Because so many people love the things you do for them, but they're not meeting your needs. And so until you interpret what the love means, until you understand what type of love, right? Until you guys understand each other's love languages. Now, I have a course on my site on uh, yourmrwright.com, a relationship course. It talks about all this. 35 lessons. Five modules with 35 lessons, quizzes in between. Right, they talk about this. They talk about relationships, building relationships from intimacy to love to communication to trust. It's all in there. I have a course on it. it. Talks about building a relationship, the different steps that's involved, not just love. Like love is a small amount. Love is just saying I appreciate you, until you figure out what kind. Like it's more than that. And so I think a lot of people are just going around be like, all I need is love. And if they don't really, if they don't really appreciate, I just want to leave you with one more thing. If they don't really appreciate your love, right? Like if they just like what you, you do for them, and so you're like, I love you. And they're like, yeah, they hear it, but they don't really feel it. They're just like, yeah, that's cool. You love me. You can't keep loving them more and giving them more of what they don't want. Like I don't like tomatoes, right? Like I like ketchup and like tomato soup, but I just like the raw tomato. If you brought me a bunch of raw tomatoes, like, I don't really care. And if you just kept stopping by every day dropping tomatoes off, I'd be like, damn, man, I don't really like them. You just can't keep giving me more things I don't want. I'm just throwing them in the garbage. You know, or I'm giving them to the other people because I just don't really, that doesn't really matter to me. But you're like, man, I give him tomatoes and it makes me feel so good. Right. But to me, I'm like, ah, you just keep dropping these damn tomatoes off. It's really a burden because I don't want them to go to waste and I got to find someone to give them to. It's just really adding more work to me. But you feel like you're doing something great. And I'm just like, I don't really want these things. You see what I'm saying? And so like you're meaning well and you're getting a, um, you feel good about it. But really, I, I could care. I couldn't care less about it. You know what I mean? And so it's kind of the same thing with love. It's like, well, if they're like, yeah, I, I hear her say she loves me, but I don't really, I don't really care if she loves me. Like, I just don't feel it like that. But, like, I do like all the stuff she does for me. And I, and I do like, you know, that she takes care of the kids and, like, mops and cleans and, like, does the shopping and the laundry. She's good at full of laundry. I don't have to do that shit. So, like, that's cool. I like it. And then you're like, oh, I really love you. And he's like, yeah, whatever. He he doesn't care if you mo- love him more. Like he's not going to change it because, and I say he and she, but you could flip it around the other way too. Um, but I'm just saying by you loving him more, like I'm just going to keep loving him more. I'm going to keep praying and loving him more. I'm just going to keep on. I hear that all the time. He doesn't care. If he doesn't care about it, you can't give him more. He's not just going to one day go, damn, she really just filled my whole house up with tomatoes. I really like them tomatoes. No. Like, he, if he doesn't care about it, doesn't care about it. You can't over-love him. You can't over-pray for him. Just be like, one day wake up and be like, damn, she loved me so much last night. I feel it. I really feel that love. Yep, I really appreciate it now. I just never saw it, never felt it. It's not going to work that way. He either wants it or he doesn't. Right. But a lot of times, you know, they just love the things you're doing for them. 
They just like the benefits of you. They like the access to you, right? Because a good indication is like if you're not, if you have to think about the past, like, oh, man, the past used to be so good and the future is not good or the present's not good. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like what you're living right now is not great. And you keep thinking about the past. It was so good at the beginning. It was really good. And it's not good now. Then it's it's pretty much done because you're not making new memories. You're not You're not living in the moment. The love is gone. If you have to think about the past so much, how it used to be. Well, if they used to be, used to be good, right? Oh, and they, that's, and I said that kind of funny, but the past used to be good, right? Well, what's the present? Not good because you keep thinking about the past. So that means your dynamic of your relationship has changed. Then you have to sit down and have the hard talk about it. You know, maybe you guys fell out of love. Maybe you're not together anymore. That's the reason why I have that relationship course. You know, how to get your relationship back on track. So, I mean, if you're having some problems with your relationship, check it out. It's at yourmrright.com. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you can click the link in my profile on Instagram, and then it says courses, and you can click on that. And it'll take you right to that course. Um, you know, but I just really think about, really, really think about what are you interpreting love to be, right? What kind of love are they showing you? It can't just be the word love. Like they, you can't just go off of that. You have to read into the context of it. You have to look at their actions, right? And then what is your love language? And what is their love language? And how do they show it? And how do they receive it? And how do you show it? And how do you receive it? Right? That's all in my course. It talks about different love languages, different ways to communicate. There's exercises to work with your partner, right? There's questions after each uh, lesson. Um, there's you know, different tasks you can do so you guys can work together. And so you need to really think about, like, what is the love that they're saying? Is it the benefits? Do they truly love you? Do they truly want to get to know you? Do they ask you questions about yourself? Right? Or do they just love the access? They just love what you do to them, do for them. Do they love your benefit? Right? Or do they truly love who you are? So think about that. So I really appreciate it. And I'll, I'll see you next time. Thanks for joining me today and listening to this podcast. If you enjoyed this episode or received any value, I'd love for you to leave a comment below and click the subscribe button for future episodes. To see more content and value, make sure you find me at www.yourmrright.com. Right being W-R-I-T-E. Again, thank you for listening. Remember to always love yourself, be clear on how you want to be treated, and know your worth.